let's start recording because we ain't got all day. Although we we do actually, because it's not late. But we ain't got all day. Oh yeah, remember yesterday oh. where I had all day? Oh, you know I did. <clears throat> I didn't do this, Kevin. I so here's what happened. What had happened you was you ditched me for my arch enemy. No, nope, I didn't ditch you for a person you even know. So you can't have an arch enemy who's unbeknownst to you. Secondly, of you can. no, you cannot. Secondly, I, mean, I went and took care of Putin Thor. Not meant to be our arch enemy. As a country, I guess, but as a person, no, I ain't got nothing wrong with him. What what do I have to do with Putin? I don't know. I don't know the guy. Anyways. <laughs> That's more of a direct impact on your lifestyle, though, so that one makes sense. That one, that one makes sense. This Anyways. No, it's not. Anyways, I went to take care of Thor, because he needed Phil's on duty. And I was there for, like, two hours, three hours, and fed him, got him food. And then I went and recorded one episode with Jeff, and I was like, okay, that was good. So I was going to leave. And then JJ, who's another guy who we work with slash they had a podcast like two three years ago so he's like hey i'll come on over and jeff's like hey you can record with us and i was like sure okay so i stayed there and recorded with him and then immediately following that we went downstairs and hung out with the baby because he has a little daughter and then i got home at like 10 something yeah it was a pretty hot day how is that not ditching me for my arch enemy? Exactly. Because my literally my phone battery was dead at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, so I turned it off so I'd have the GPS to get home. And, well, I just don't remember things well. So I just continued on with my life and didn't think about it. And I And when I got home, like I said, I brought the computer in. I was telling you earlier, I brought the computer in and set it up downstairs. The minute I turned it on, I was like, oh, I was going to record with Patrick. So I grabbed my phone and you had texted me. It was just, I don't remember stuff in general, so, you know, this wasn't like a, a negligent ditching, this was more of like How a, is it not that? Because <laughs> I didn't ditch, I didn't make the conscious effort to say, It's negligent nah, ditching, it's no, no. you just described it as being. <laughs> it's it's negligence, negligence for the sake of being negligence, it was just forgetfulness. It wasn't like, no, I don't want to do that. It was just me not noticing that I was supposed to be doing something else. That's literally negligence. Yeah, but not ditching, because I didn't it's ditch. Still di- yes, no, because ditching, ditching is is knowing that you're ditching. Ditching is being aware of the fact that you're leaving someone behind, and that's not what I was doing. I feel like, oh Jesus, it's not what I was doing. Welcome back to another episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. Are you Pat? Are you Patrick? Yes. Yes. Well, he's Patrick, and I. I'm going to, before I stumble my way through this, why don't you tell me what we're doing? Talk to me, I, baby. Yeah, no, know. no. I, had, I knew, I, I knew what you said. Yesterday. I knew what you said yesterday, but I didn't, like, I don't want to just be like, uh, werewolves. Like, I want, I've, I wanted the, I don't fully understand the scope. Okay. First of all, it, you, perhaps we had recorded yesterday when I had the idea and you hey. fucking ditched me. No ditching. Ditch no, hold on. Arch, you know what? Let's, first off, you don't have an arch enemy. Well, I'm sure you do, actually. I have, have many I'm, arch enemies. Yeah, I'm sure there's some out there. This is not one of them. Second, I'm Googling ditching. Ditch definition. Give me the definition of the word ditch. Hold on. This just in. Oh, a narrow channel dug in the ground. Oh, Definitely didn't do that. <laughs> Uh, get rid of or give up. I did neither of those things. You kind neither. Of did. 
you kind of did both, actually. Uh, getting rid of would imply that I wouldn't be doing this now. That's not true. It didn't and, happen yesterday, did it? And I didn't give up because giving up means I tried, and I didn't even try because I didn't think of it because it wasn't in my mind because I forgot. Oh, gee, that makes me feel so much better, Kevin. Thank I didn't you. forget you. I forgot the day's plan. Okay, let me lay this down for you, and maybe you'll understand. You are very well of my separation anxiety with my wife. So I try to fill every day, minute that she's not here with something going on. So when you texted me, I was like, ooh, that sounds fun. But I had to take care of Thor, so I was like, shit, let me do that, and I'll spend a few hours there to waste time with him because I gotta take care of the dog. And then Jeff texted me, I was like, oh, well, I'm five minutes from your house, so sure, I'll take care of that, go and do it. And then JJ texts, and he's like, okay. It was just consistently keeping myself distracted, which, unfortunately, I left the milk out, and you're my milk. You curdled on my counter, baby. And I didn't mean to have that happen to you, but unfortunately, sometimes you leave food out. That's all. I don't, because I'm not a forgetful dickhead. So Okay, you you're not a for? forgetful, but you are a dickhead. So, moving on. Why don't you lay down for me what we're doing today? Uh, Well, no. I mean, I, I like werewolves. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is true. I'm not going to... Actually, it's perfect, because we were talking yesterday about my favorite horror movies, which I want to do with you really bad, because I know that our lists are going to be... There's going to be at least five that I think will be split on both of our lists. But we were talking about um, uh, uh, American Werewolf in London. Great mm -hmm. movie. And I want to watch it again, actually, ever since we went to Comic-Con and was talking about going to that place. But I think this will lead into a longer discussion, so why not just start here? What is your favorite transformation into... Oh, we're talking about Werewolf because it was the full moon like two nights ago. Or last night. No. Yeah, last night. Well, technically... It's like the thing I learned on Buffy that I didn't know. It's like TV is educational. Um, Knowledge is I power. On, <laughs> I learned on Buffy uh, when they had Oz become a werewolf in season two, I think, um, where the, the full moon is actually three days, where it's okay. like the day before the full moon, the actual full moon, and the day after the full moon. The moon is full all through those days. Technically, we're still in the full moon, but the proper full moon was last night, I believe. Okay. That would make sense. So, Patrick, hold on. Let me get it verbatim. I have to go through all this name-calling and skullduggery that Patrick went on, which was actually hilarious, and I think I was being very clever today, but that's neither here nor there. And he says to me, boo -de -doo -de oh, yeah, you finally fucking caught up on your clock. Good for you, you son of a bitch. Six months of not changing it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, werewolf episode because of the full moon, and we could talk about Harry Potter, which plays into this perfectly, what I'm about to say. What is your favorite version of, not your favorite werewolf, not your favorite movie, your favorite transformation in the movies? Like, your depic the depiction of that. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, I would say American Werewolves, because mm -hmm. um, that's still untouchable. But, like, when I was a kid and I wasn't allowed to watch, like, uh, like R-rated movies. It was Teen Wolf exactly yeah it was i knew it <laughs> um that was the first time i ever saw it and now watching it i'm like wow this is like a crappy version of like what the howling and american world in london did yeah but it has always stuck with me and like the literally the movie that i wrote that i involved the werewolf in i didn't even realize i had accidentally been influenced by teen wolf until i rewatched teen wolf because basically my character becomes a werewolf and it all happens in the mirror, which... Patrick's the watching the movie. Fuck, this guy stole my idea. What kind of bullshit? <laughs> Just take him to court. I was like, well, I had the idea. I mean, was, mine was different because mine would be like much more violent transformation. Mm -hmm. But like, that's the thing. is like I had this idea like years ago 
where like um, basically where the whole transformation would happen in the mirror, basically mm-hmm. this guy in the bathroom and um, like violently like thrashing about and shit. And then like I was watching Teen Wolf like a couple of years ago. I'm like, holy crap, this is where I like I accidentally stole this idea because it's like it's not even like I stole it. It just like I it stuck in my mind from when I was like a little kid. Yeah. So like, it was one of it, those kind of like a uh, uh, background thoughts or like a story where you say it so many times it becomes your own. Like that just stayed in the back of your head for a while until you decided to use it without knowing. Well, exactly. There's, there's like a lot of stuff like from when I was a little kid, like it's stuck. Like a lot of stuff from like Robocop is still there. Like pretty much anything that like made a huge impression as a child is still there. And like occasionally it does come out when I don't even, don't even mean to. But there's times that I've said things so like I – thought I made up and then like turns out like I watched things again I'm like well I'll be damned like hey what's that movie I'm t- I'm going to ask you a question after I ask for this movie what's that movie where the girl from Wayne's World is an evil witch lady and it's like a Conan the Barbarian type movie like she's um Call the Conqueror Call the Con- I love that movie That's uh Conan's father yeah Oh okay so was that movie like a uh, quote unquote sequel to Conan the barbarian well, no, or something? it would be a prequel because conan's well, father is yes but it, it came out after well yeah right? so it was a pre- it was a prequel yes yes a prequel sequel um the reason i was thinking of that because you said robocop and you distracted me the i was just to watch the list of the top 10 most iconic um guns in movies and the top 10 most iconic swords in movies and then i watched video games and then i watched all this other random bullshit but anyways what do you think robocop was like number five or something because, you know, it comes out the side of his leg all gangster-like. What do you yeah. think's the most iconic gun? Because I didn't uh, agree with their number one. I'm trying to think back to what it was. That's pretty That's pretty up there. Uh, Dirty Harry's Magnum is pretty that up was, there. Oh, that was like number two. Yes, I remember that okay. one. The Jokers uh, from, from Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, Batman, that was on there. Yeah, fair enough. Um, um, oh, okay. oh uh uh sylvester stallone from rambo 2 where he has the minigun yeah the yeah no, he has a minigun he has like a, it's i can't remember what it's called but it's the reason i used to be really terrible at call of duty mm-hmm. because i was so influenced by that oh. movie first blood part 2 aka rambo that i used to like fucking uh stand in the middle of maps used with, like, to okay now you're mobile you don't stand in the yeah, middle exactly. but it's a similar taught me to be that <laughs> uh <laughs> But no, uh, but you just stay in the middle of maps with like the most epic fucking gun, like rapid fire, just like ah! I just like basically just the way like, to do it. shoot indiscriminately. It was like in um, uh, I think it was Modern Warfare Two or World at War. They had the art. No, it was Modern Warfare Two. They had the RPK, which had a hundred bullets but super high rate of fire. So you just sprayed, and it jumped. You couldn't aim that thing even if you wanted to. That was phenomenal. Oh yeah, because I I remember what number one is now. It's um James Bond's. Oh, PPK. Yeah, yeah, the Walter PPK. That, yeah, yeah. that was the number one. And I I was thinking about it because I've only seen a bunch of movies. Honestly, for me, even though it's not, don't, it just because of the influence in the movie, the mini cricket, or the noisy cricket, sorry, from Men in Black 1 would probably be what would, like, the most, like, no, immediately I recognize that gun from that. Um, I don't know. I mean, the PPK, I get because it's been, it's been a thing for, like, yeah, 50 it's, years. It's his gun. It's, you know. It's the golden like, standard without being the uh, golden gun. But, like, I feel like if I had to pick one, like, I definitely would put... I would put Dirty Harry's gun above that one because, I mean, the Dirty Harry gun makes me want to have a gun. <laughs> That's true. It is pretty gangster. There was also from Aliens that assault rifle that they use. Those are um, amazing. Oh, change, I changed my answer. Fifth Element, 
the fucking gun that has the oh, net, yeah, yeah, the yeah. freeze, the flamethrower, the darts, all that. That's mine. That's my gun. Yeah, the that... alien's assault rifle. That's like the short control burst. That's I love yeah. that fucking thing with like the grenade. Oh yeah, and they oh that was which I did disagree because I watched the list. They put the number one best robot suit or mechanized suit was aliens, the power loader yellow thing, and I was like. I get why it's number one, because in the movie, it was such this, like, big fucking finale of her, like, yeah, I got this now. But there's so many way cooler ones. Yeah. Like, there was um, Avatar, there was Elysium, there was um, uh, uh, the Tom Cruise movie where he jumps through time. Um, yeah, uh, uh, fuck. Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, yes, I was going to say, because they, they basically they changed the name on the packaging. Yeah. Well, they didn't change it, because it still says Edge of Tomorrow, but they very much emphasize Live, Die, Repeat, because yeah. they're like, we, we didn't, that movie isn't a thing that existed. No, no, <laughs> you should watch this new movie, Live, Die, Repeat. <laughs> I watched it, and I fucking loved that movie. Oh, that so movie was great. Um, oh, no, I love that. I saw it in the drive-in, yeah. To be fair, though, they put, like, freaking G.I. Joe, the super suits they get in the new G.I. Joe movie, that was in there. Obviously, Iron Man was in there. Not even number one. I don't understand how Iron Man wasn't at least in the top three. I think it was like four or five or six or something. But what was... Specific ribbon suits? No, so they, they ruled out um like giant like tank-like oh, okay. things. It was supposed to be like your own singular. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty cool. But that brings me back. Sorry. We'll rewind six minutes. Um, werewolves. I One of my favorite werewolf transformations... And I know it's kind of silly. Is Van Helsing's? I don't dislike Van Helsing's. I like the whole ripping off the skin. That's thing. what. That's what. I, and it's quick. I like the quick transformation. Just like woof, woof, boom. One thing I always think is funny. Uh, every fucking werewolf movie. I, I noticed this like when I was a kid, where it's like, well, I guess it's not like. Yeah, I guess it is actually for as long as I've been doing transformations. It's always like the first transformation like takes forever. Yeah. Like they're showing you like every and then at the next time you see him, like it just like in like a second. It just like it's like Lon Chaney and then he's fucking Wolfman. It's just like Or uh uh didn't it uh, take like five minutes, like Underworld like, did that. Bit? Underworld yeah. did that. Because that's how I was trying to explain um the werewolf in London transformation to it. Because in the very first Underworld, they do the really slow bones cracking face moving out thing, which American Werewolf in London did probably better than anyone even without having all the crazy effects it was phenomenal um i like that that's cool but just the whole i i I like the idea of it being this thing within you that you break out not your body transforming and like when he transforms back his hair falls off and he like walks it off as opposed to this like crippling i didn't i don't know that's just my thing i like both although i do like my favorite thing was in uh being human when they, uh, in the second episode, or I'm sorry, the Be- Be- Being Human UK, I hate there's a fucking US version because fuck that show. But yep. uh, the original version is one of my favorite shows ever. And the second episode, they talk about, they actually go through what happens to your body when you transform into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And it's the most horrible sounding thing ever. Where it just like, at one point, basically, where like um, he's in liver, kidney, and heart failure simultaneously. And the reason he's not screaming in pain is because his uh, vocal cords have been ripped apart. Like, so As it's they, like, like, extend and shit. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's just the most horrible-sounding fucking thing in the world. And I was just, like, that's why I much prefer that to, like, the the, the idea, like, the Van Helsing one, just because it's just, like, the idea of it being... Because it's the whole thing is, like, the whole vampire thing, like, they usually don't play with it being cursed. Unless you're, like, Anne Rice. Um, most of the time, it's, like, they like, most things I like, at least, it's very much like a gift. 
where it's mm-hmm. like basically like, hey, you live forever and you look pretty and and you like cool <laughs> outfits and like all this shit. And then like, but werewolves, it's a fucking curse and it should feel like a fucking curse. Yeah. Like if it's fucking a guy like so that you, every fucking, you prefer every the month is just, quote unquote realistic kind of like your body's getting destroyed to become this thing. You lose, you do you like the incoherent, they lose control entirely? Not, not the yeah. person at all? Okay. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Well, that was the whole thing. That that was another being human thing. Where basically, like, um, he, it's it basically was a metaphor for like the fact that he like was not great at anger management. Uh-huh. So it was like basically like he's basically two different guys. Um, but yeah, like they did that in uh, London too, where like it is the werewolf, and like at one point, at the very end, when she's like trying to talk him down and like whatever, like for a split second, he's like he's kind of in there. Yeah. And then it instantly turns back. Well, yeah, I think it would be super gangster to make a story, make a, a werewolf thing. So for you, you brought this up in the past, um, and I like to exploit original stuff. It's not original. It's actually kind of bizarre. But hey, original still means it hasn't been done before. But uh, what were you telling me? Um, someone t- was telling this famous story about how you can't, vampires don't do this. You can't kill them or zombies or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. I will tell because it was Max Landis. It was on the, uh, I think it was on his uh, Death Superman thing, but I could be wrong. But where he's just like, um, his dad's like, quick, like three ways to kill a vampire. And he's just like, sunlight, stake through the heart, and like holy water. And he's like, no, there is no way to kill a vampire because vampires aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. That's why I love fucking. Oh, so we we were talking about this. I just finished um, Batman. Uh, sorry, The Return of the Dark Knight and or Dark Knight Returns and Year One. Year One, in my opinion, way better. Dark Knight Returns, even though it was a great book, not my Batman at all. But for me, it was like a um, uh, realization. Did I talk about this on the last podcast? I, I, talked, think so. I talked about something related to Batman and how I liked the way that everyone can have their own interpretation. Yeah. But that's what it comes down to. That Batman... I would never in a million years have thought up. Like, that's not at all what I would either do myself or thought Batman has been. I've read, you know, seven or eight major stories of his by now, and this was completely new to me. And uh, it it made... But I enjoyed it on a literary level. I thought it was good in that respect. So, yeah. again, still makes me really excited about my Batman pitch, and I'm going to live by that. Um, B, it did Batman a ton of ways that I thought were, like, blasphemous to the character. Things I straight up didn't like at all, especially the fact that he was kind of okay with a gang following him. Didn't really like that. But it was necessary to the story. It was necessary to what was going on. But still, uh, that just, in my mind, is like, no, Batman would never allow it. So anyways, werewolves. I think it would be really cool to have a story where you tell it from the perspective of the guy trapped inside the werewolf. Like like a, a 24-hour movie, book, comic, whatever you medium you put it in, mm-hmm. where he's, he's, you start it, he's already gotten, he's already contracted the werewolf disease, whatever, what would you call it, a virus I, or a curse a or curse. what? I hate, yeah. the, I hate the disease and fucking, like, all that shit. Well, but if you'd want to do it a realistic way, like, if you wanted to paint this like a zombie type thing where it's realistic, it's not some magic thing, That's it'd be kind of cool. Though. It was like 28 Days Later started that whole thing because then they use it in Dawn of the Dead. They use it in everything since where it was yeah. like, it's a virus. I'm like, 
when fucking George Romero created it, it was literally just when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't have to explain why, like... Oh, no, that's true, but I was just trying it's to like put the thing in, um, If you listen to, like, uh, if you, like, like, I watched the Doctor Strange commentary, and Scott Derrickson's like, I didn't want to explain the magic too much, because if you explain magic too much, it's not magic anymore. Yeah, that's true. I think. is like, with, like, zombies, where, like, all the monsters, I'm like, the more you explain it, the more they lose their power, because, like, the whole point is it just this fucking thing that happens? Like... Yeah, and I remember, because I read, I've told you a thousand times, World War Z is my favorite zombie interpretation ever. Absolutely love it. But I was reading this, I went online to read about it, just, you know, I Google shit all the time, and there was reviews and all this stuff. This isn't what I picture zombies to be. And then there was another one that was like, this is what zombies should be. What you're thinking of is the infected, and the infected are different than the zombies. And I was like, fucking people, shut up. It's a good book, and I really liked it. But, oh. But yeah, what, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. All the different variations are cool, but don't say one is the only. That's exactly. what I didn't like. It's like, so. like I, I loathe the Anne Rice vampires. Like, I hate vampires. What are those like, ones? Like, the ones, like, it was, like, if you ever saw the Interview with the Vampire. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Tom Cruise and uh, In fairness, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, and I, have, I haven't read the book in a long time. But, like, I just have a thing where, like, it crystallized in my head as a child, where it's, like, the vampires I like, the ones that are really excited, like, about being vampires, like uh-huh. the Lost Boys. So, like, the vampires are, like, oh, the pain of being undead. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, will you fuck off, man? Like, I, how can okay. you be so emo about being a vampire? Like, Overly dramatized is kind of bitchy, but I, I like the idea of, of I like, I'm on your side with werewolves being a curse, but I, I like it as vampires as well, and that's kind of, I, I like the dynamic of them both not wanting to be who they are. I, I don't know, I think that's cool. What's I'm saying though, but like, it, there's like a million different ways you can do any of it. Because that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that necessarily is wrong. Just like, um, like you're just saying with the Batman, like the Dark Knight Returns thing. Like, essentially, year one isn't really because basically Dark Knight Returns is kind of its own continuity. Yeah, it's and so they did All Star Batman as kind of like the year one of that, and it's like the worst fucking book ever. <laughs> like, it just doesn't so work. It's, oh no, it's seriously read it. It's it's hilariously bad like it's frank miller plus jim lee so you think it's gonna be the best thing ever mm-hmm. it is painful to get through like it is not good nice well that's that'll come towards the end of my batman experiments so uh i um i what was i saying oh my werewolf pitch okay so you start it 24 hour movie it's it's or book or whatever he's already got it or she really doesn't matter who you do it with uh has already contracted the curse and I want to come up with an original way for them to get it. I don't want it to be bit by a vampire or bit by a werewolf or something. But that's neither here nor there. That's, well, that's the way it always works. I know. Like, that's why it's... I want to do something different. Brainstorming later. Um, and I want it to be... So there's always like a lot of the ways the movie do it is they wake up and are either are horrified by what they did or they wake up and they're like, what the fuck happened? Oh, I murdered people. That's crazy. I want to tell it as if the person is trapped inside and they just watch it. And they have to experience it all 100%. Not like they watch their own hands doing it. Literally, it's kind of like a uh, uh, out-of-body experience where they just watch the werewolf them terrorize. Um, I'd probably want to do it in... Hi, Twinkle. She's coming to say hi to record with us. Um, maybe uh, like like a suburbs or something. like Kind of where like Mike Myers and the slashers attack. Like a Michael Myers. Mike Myers also well, powers. Michael Myers... <laughs> Jason, Freddy, they all are in like these cul-de-sac type areas. Not always, but you know. 
I would do it somewhere kind of in there and you watch a murder and they have to like watch them. Let's say you tie in a big thing where they murder their boyfriend or girlfriend at the time. That would be crazy cool. Or I can't remember. Something did something similar to that, but I can't think of what it is right now. And like, <sighs> so the whole time they're in this body, they're trying to take control. They obviously can't at all. So like the big climax is them like going to kill their their boyfriend because i think it'd be more funny that way the boy killing his girlfriend for some reason doesn't play as well to me so because <laughs> it's misogynist <laughs> well not just because it's misogynist but just in my mind doesn't sound as good um so you you know like there's that quick brief moment where she can stop her own hand from coming down but only for like not even enough for the guy to realize that it stopped happening but it's just like a pause like a freeze frame on that and you kind of explain it really graphically and then all of a sudden it happens she kills her boyfriend um and comes out of it i think that would be it'd probably be best that would honestly probably be best as a book as opposed to a comic or a movie because it'd be really hard to uh show that but i think that'd be pretty neat Indeed. I mean, what's the thing, though? It's like the whole like the thing you were saying before. Like, There's like a million different things. Because, like, I mean, the reason I mentioned the Harry Potter thing was because, like... Oh, I love Harry Potter. The only... Well, no shit, Kevin. Um, God, it's so That's, good. like, the one that I love most of all. Part of that is because Alfo- Alfonso Cuaron is still good. But another part... <laughs> is that is the guy who like, plays Professor Lupin? No, he's the guy who directed it. Oh. Um... But, like, the other part is, like, I didn't... I can't remember if I knew there was a werewolf in advance, but I definitely was, like, when there was a werewolf, I'm like, okay, now I'm sold. Like, because it's, like, you involve werewolves, I'm happy. Like, I don't fucking... Because, like, that thing is, like, I really like vampires, don't get me wrong, but, like, werewolves are always my favorite. Also, because partially I feel like there's way more, like, good vampire movies in the world than there are good werewolves. And really, there's... That's probably true, yeah. There's way more... Because that's easy. In fairness, though, that's the whole thing. is It's also much smaller... uh, like it's 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 much smaller grouping because like really the number of werewolf movies in general like there's like you probably name ten maybe like like two of those specifically are the were, werewolf movies. Well, I'm just saying. Here, like, let me try because I don't have a good I don't have a good list. So yes, you've got Wolfman in the remake. You've got uh, does Underworld count? Because that's more of like that's a vampire verse like in that's not exactly just yeah, werewolf. I'm not counting that. No. Okay, you have American Were- American Werewolf in London and the shitty sequel, <laughs> but that is so we sure count it. Um, you got Teen Wolf. You've got I'm not counting the sequels. That's fine. Um, you might as well count the sequel if you already counted the sequel to the other one. True. Th- <laughs> throw it in there. Um, you've got. Uh, Come on, Kevin. We can do this. I'm not counting Van Helsing because that's everything else. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to count Harry Potter because that's not even. It's just a one werewolf character, and I really like the way they play in with like the friends being able to turning the animals to kind of help it. That was cool. Um, shit. Other werewolfy heavy movies. Um, don't give me I a can, hint. Two more seconds. I can get. I can get us a ten. But all right, two more seconds. Let me do this. Do 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 do. No, no, I got nothing. Okay, I'm not counting the sequels because that'll just make this too easy too fast. Uh, but The Howling. Oh, I know uh, that one, yep. Bad Moon. Don't know it. Uh, okay, uh, Dog Soldiers mm-hmm. and Ginger Snaps. And there was actually there was like three Ginger Snaps movies. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard of any of those. Are they like B movies? Are they Dece? Uh, Bad Moon is actually awesome. Like, it's kind of, it was a movie that was kind of forgotten until a couple of years ago. Um... It's Eric Red, the guy who wrote uh, The Hitcher and Near Dark. Uh, it was his only, I think, directorial movie. 
Uh, he wrote and directed. Um, it's actually it's really it's actually one of my favorites. I actually watched that last night. Um, Dog Soldiers is fucking amazing. It's basically like if you like made aliens, but instead of in space, it's in England or Scotland. That's kind of cool. And instead of uh, aliens, it's werewolves. Um, the Howling is fucking amazing. Uh, that's usually when people talk about the best werewolf movie ever. Usually it's between uh, American Werewolf and The Howling, and with a good reason. For a long time, I preferred The Howling. It depends on the day, which one I prefer. Um, right now, I'd actually would say probably for The Howling, but if I watch them both back to back, I might change that. Um, and uh, Ginger Snaps is uh, is really is really good. I mean, it's basically like um, it's a meta. It's basically using the werewolf myth as like a metaphor for uh, like uh, menstruation, like girls, like oh okay, time yeah. of the month type thing. Yeah. Oh, full moon every twenty eight days. Check this shit out. <laughs> wow, I just uh, realized that your period syncs up with the moon cycles. It I didn't, can. It doesn't it necessarily can. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's only like it's only a handful of days off. It's not because you know you say the time of the month, but in reality, it's not every thirty days. So I was just saying that's crazy. Sorry, continue. I don't know a lot about the female body. I believe that, Kevin. Um, hey, man, friend. I just know what to do to it. Am I right? I don't think you are actually. <laughs> hey, I've been married for four years. I must be doing something decent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, um, and then like the ones like I like actually, what thing is like the only thing is like with when you mentioned like the favorite terraformation thing, the thing is like I kind of want to count some of the ones that involve CGI, yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just like I don't know. It's like for some reason I get taken out of both just because like with makeup effects, I'm basically just like picking apart the effects in my mind, whereas like CGI, I'm just like that's not real. <laughs> um, nice animation, Pixar. Um, but like, uh, the, um, the stuff in, uh, the Wolfman remake is actually really solid. Cause basically you mix CGI with Rick Baker's makeup. So wasn't that, that actually... movie like super low rated though? I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about Nobody it. Nobody likes it, but like me and like, I think like Justin, like I, I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm definitely not saying it's like, it's in the upper echelon, but like, I like it. Like it's not, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. Like it just, it's not it's not fucking classic or it's anything, not the original it, i mean it, it's, it's watchable yeah so here let me paint the, or no you paint this for me and we can do this whichever way you want so is it i want you to paint me your perfect werewolf i'll i can either ask ask you this or that so if you don't have like a specific in mind or you can just run with it you can go ahead you can do this or that okay uh uh taller or shorter than like seven feet uh i mean i would say about seven feet maybe like seven five okay so right in that like about a foot taller than a okay about two feet taller than your average man definitely intimidating uh heavy set or lanky or in between i would say lanky like uh like the harry potter-esque kind of like the bony like not quite that bony like definitely like more like kind of like i mean built like an actual wolf like where it's like okay the arms and legs are a little bit spindly but like it's still built solid that's what I was going to say next. Uh, walking on twos consistently or running after you like a wolf? I would say bipedal, but it could probably go for running sake uh, quadruped. Okay. Uh, hairy or less? Hairy. Okay. Like, I- I'm talking like Van Helsing hairy or like uh, more American Werewolf in London, just kind of a wolfy guy? Nope. I would say like, I want to say like, as much as like an actual like demon wolf as possible. 
So, yeah, more Van Helsingy where it's really fluffed up. It's like I'm fucking – it makes it look bigger than it actually is. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, okay. I'm just saying, okay. Basically, the one I can point to because kind of like my – like the closest to perfect is Bad Moons. Uh, Bad Moons is really good and Dog Soldiers is really good as far as like the ones that I would most point to as like close to perfect. Longer snout or shorter snout, more human face mixed with wolf face? Uh, I like the snout. Okay. I'm trying to th- – if I got everything – fangs sticking out of the mouth or within because if you're going long snout you'd probably have the teeth really really like exaggerated right i mean i would say again like an actual wolf like i said i mean they probably stick out a little bit not like full-blown like fucking like they wouldn't have like fucking like snaggle tooth necessarily i mean not regular wolves don't (laughs) no i know but i've seen ones where they do it over the top uh Mm. really long bony fingers with claws or more of like the I mean, not padded hooves or uh, feet, obviously, but you know, you've seen the ones that look more like a normal hand with just nails on them. But you've also seen the really long grappling fingers. Yeah, you're going fingers. for the you're going for the pointies. Uh, tail or no tail? A small tail. Small tail. Okay, kind of like a, a chopped off tail. Like they were like, we don't want this to get out of hand. <laughs> Give it a little nickarooski. Okay. I think that's all I got. I got a good picture in my head of what that would look like. Pretty much just stand Chelsea's dog Thor up on his hind legs, and you almost got it. Pretty close, yes. But with fingers. Don't forget the fingers. Indeed. Only, oh, black or brown, or would you make it some other? Is it dependent on the person, or does every werewolf, if it happens to most, look identical? I like it being more gray, but I would be okay with it being like there are certain ones that are like super dark black and shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be cool too. I don't, you don't see a lot of variation. Like, so for example, in Underworld, they all look, they all turn into the exact same beast. Every single person, no matter what. I don't like that. That's not my flavor. Doesn't the one that talks like this? Isn't he darker than the rest? Uh, I mean, the guy himself is black. Yes, very dark well, black. I, but I, <laughs> I don't. He might be. He very well might be, but I can't remember. For some reason, I remember him being, like, a different one, but I can't honestly. I haven't seen that movie since it first came out, um, and I didn't like it, so I never watched it. Uh, <laughs> I never I, watched I, the sequels or anything, so. I like one and two. They're not, like, these, blow, you know, blow-away great movies for me, but I enjoy them. The third one was just, oh, so bad. And the fourth one, Rise of the Lycans, was whatever. You could tell it was like a, uh, well, we don't have a lot of money. And people at least paid to see the first few, so let's give it a shot. And it was all right. I mean, I'd, whatever. But the freaking third one where they try to go into the future and she has a kid, and it's just a mess. It's just, they don't even, like, recast Michael. They try to CGI the face from a distance so it kind of looks like him. It's awful. But neither here nor there. I don't know. As you know, I was like, I saw the first one first came out, and I was really excited. And then, like, literally the only thing about that movie that works is Michael Sheen as uh, Lucian, whatever the name is. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's awesome. Because, he, what's the thing? Because Michael Sheen is such a good actor. And he carries that, like, that character through, which is nice. Exactly. Like, that's the only reason the movie works at all, is because he's such a good actor that, like, the one that I remember is, like, his little monologue that ends in, like, her burning alive just for loving me. Like... Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, that's like, all I remember fondly about the movie, because the rest of the movie, I'm just like, it's the exact kind of the vampires I hate, where just, like, vampires are just like... It's like, oh, I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck your Victorian vampire. Give me the fucking Lost Boys. Like, what Give the fuck? me the Lost Boys, but well, they all died the, too. But it makes, the thing is, it doesn't make any sense to me, like, why vampires would, like, stay in the same clothing, like, forever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you returned at, like, whatever the hell centuries ago. 
but like it would make sense to me. It would stand to reason that well, you basically keep updating your look as time went on to basically to blend in. So you're not just like this one fucking weirdo. That like, wow, it's weird that person is dressing like it's 1776. Like that. And so, for example, really you know, it would be cool for a vampire story because they. So you're right. A lot of those stories where they're like complaining about uh, being cursed with this immortality and you can't go out in the sunlight and you have to drink blood it's really easy to kill yourself as a vampire it's super easy if it's that bad stop murdering people and just kill yourself so we should write our own story where there's like part of the of the curse of being a vampire is a like compulsive need almost a werewolf-esque thing to feed and hide from the sun like you can't control your desire to do those things That'd be cool. That was like that was a lot. I mean, that's the thing. Like, like, like the Lost Boys when he's just like, "You'll never grow old, Michael, and you'll never die, but you must feed." Yeah. <laughs> and they rip apart those motherfuckers. <laughs> well, yes, but that would be dope. I'm gonna do. Man, I've got so many good ideas today. This has been a dope brainstorming session. <laughs> oh, I love it. What's your What's your So is Lost Boys? Would you say like undoubtedly your favorite vampires or? Oh yeah. That's in my, like, definitely in my top, if not my top five, definitely my top ten films, period. I was watching a another Watch Mojo list. I should reach out to them and see if they'll sponsor us in some way, because I talk about them a lot. <laughs> uh, the, um, it was a top ten list of, I think it was just vampires, but I can't remember. But, like, number two was the 30 Days of Night, or what was it called? Thir- uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Days of, yeah. They're like these mutant vampire things that are like uncontrollable, like these just mass murdering monsters. Yes, that's awesome. I but love 30 Days a Night. Yeah, but they've got like kind of deformed faces. It's not just like a normal smile, like, hey, look at me, and then I want to suck your blood. Well, because I mean, in, in fairness, but that's the, it's again the, that whole thing of the interpretation. Like, if you watch like, um, like Bram Stoker's Dracula, like mm. there's like a million different variations. Like there's like kind of like the bat Dracula. There's like the wolf Dracula. There's like the like regular Dracula. There's the old Dracula. There's like, there's like a million different fucking variations of even just like one vampire. Do you prefer your vampires to be able to turn into bats? I don't hate it. Like, <laughs> it's all right. It's like, you know, gets the flavor done, you know? Like I, I would say it would be something that if I was going, because in the, in the thing that I wrote, basically, because like the whole thing that I wrote, this is probably gonna get ripped off, but whatever, um, was basically the whole thing is that basically uh, vampires accidentally create werewolves um, by trying to essentially go past their means, because basically like only really high level vampires could like, um, oh, I can't remember what the word is. Uh, like transmogrify, I don't know, whatever. but like where they could basically transform into uh, bats or wolves, whatever. Uh-huh. So like there was like basically a group of vampires that were basically trying to essentially like reach past this, like reach beyond the sun, um, end up accidentally creating werewolves. And that would be why werewolves have the allergy to silver because vampires have the allergy to silver. And that goes back to like, um, but my, my favorite thing, the allergy to silver thing, my favorite thing was, um, the movie Dracula 2000, which is horrible. Uh-huh. But the one thing I liked was the idea of uh, Dracula being Judas. And uh, he tried to hang himself and fell and that he could never die. And since Judas was given uh, 30 pieces of silver, um, that's why they had the, vamp- the vampires have the allergy to silver. And I was like, that's why I would be transferred over to the werewolves, but they wouldn't have any of the other weaknesses. Um, oh, because what? basically like a really strong version, like the ultimate, the ultimate version essentially of what, you're trying to turn 
a vampire into. Mm-hmm. They are they are, they're they're like the they're like the Hulk of uh vampires. Of vampires. Yeah. Would you rather write a standalone vampire, a standalone werewolf, or a mixed story? Well, the thing I wrote was basically like a grown-up version of Monster Squad, because in theory, like I fucking I really want to like Van Helsing. Like when Van Helsing was gonna come out, I was really excited for it mm-hmm. because I love you guys. You know, I fucking tattooed my legs and shit. Like I love vampires, I love werewolves, I love Frankenstein, I love fucking Creature Black Lagoon. Like yeah. I wanted to do something that kind of incorporate everything because when I was a kid. I saw Monster Squad. It was like fucking like boom, where it was just like you basically get the Avengers of monsters. Where basically it's like the Mummy, Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman. Do you see that they're uh, doing that again? That's the whole point of this new Mummy movie. Yes. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Which I still think it's hilarious though, because like I when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, what is it about the Mummy that? screams action film because i know it happened uh, yeah. like it happened with the brendan fraser thing and it was fine it worked i liked it but i was like oh yeah but they're doing it again and i'm just like i'm curious what you're doing like why is it that you think mummies and you think fucking action adventure films yeah I'm like, i kind of want a traditional uh movie monster a, a, a traditional scary movie monster movie like mm. So we've you continue to get slasher movies every year of all these different variations that I'm kind of sick of. Not really. I mean, they we got we haven't really gotten a slasher in a while, actually, that I can recall. Well, like so, for example, obviously they've remade a they've remade a bunch, none to really much success. I guess the Friday the Thirteenth remake was decent. Everyone said I didn't watch it. Well, that was also like fucking like eight ten years, years ago. ago. Yeah, it was a minute yeah. ago. <laughs> um, you have all the remakes, but all of those movies, like for example, the ones that go up on Netflix and when I like hush in those type of things, they're not hush slasher. Movies. No, I know. I know. Jeff absolutely loves it. And I want to watch it, but you keep telling me how scared it made you. And it makes me even more scared to watch it. And then he said it made him scared. And I'm like, two people I know that love scary movies got terrified. I don't think I can handle it. But anyways, uh, there's those type of movies. It's just like people preying on other people. And I don't want that anymore. I want freaking like the clever. Va- I want I want Eddie Murphy's vampire coming up in here. What movie was that again? Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was. I want like the everyday just hanging out. You don't know it's a vampire, and then you're dead. Movie. I don't want action. I don't want this like suspense baloney. I just want a monster to creep up and murder you in your sleep. And I don't get that anymore. I mean, in fairness, they've kind of, I mean, it takes somebody to kind of like breathe new life into it. But at the same time, it's like those movies exist. Like you're just not, you're not getting new ones. No, like they still exist. It's not yeah. like, that's why I think it's funny. Like when they were like remake, the thing you mentioned, like with like the remaking, like uh, Friday and like Nightmare on Elm Street and shit. The I'm shitty just like, Rob Zombie bullshit Halloween. Isn't he done with that or he has one more, right? Yeah, he's done. Okay. That's my whole thing is like. Whenever he was freaking out about it, I was like, I honestly don't give a shit because the things that I like are already there. Like they, yeah, they yeah. already exist. That's why when people were like freaking out about uh, remakes, like I was like, it's not like they fucking like take the negatives and set fire to them like <laughs> the original movies. Like, you will never I, be able to watch Halloween ever again. It is purely Rob Zombie's Halloween <laughs> from here on out. Like as I'm saying, like it just like I hate the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, but that's okay because I don't have to watch it ever again. I, I want to watch it. Ever. I haven't seen it. You're, trust me, you don't. Like, and that's fucking, I remember I was actually watching it with my friend Kristen in the drive-in, and um, Justin had told me not too long before that, that it was actually really good. And I watched it, and literally like a half an hour in, I'm like, I'm going to punch Justin in the face next time I see him. <laughs> I'm just like, 
it's oh my god it's so bad like the the friday remake actually isn't completely awful because it's still basically true to like the original stuff uh-huh. the thing that pisses me off about it is that they were like all new all different and they're just like it's Friday Thirteenth Part Twelve, and that's fine. Yeah, because I want I'm okay with that. But I was like, don't advertise as being like this is a whole new thing. You've never seen Jason like this before. I'm like, yeah, I have twelve times actually. This yeah, is, this is the twelfth time I've seen this. They uh, that was that was supposed to spawn a universe as well, and then went nowhere. Well, that was that was the whole thing. Is that Platinum Dunes was Michael Bay and his producing partners. Basically, it was like every fucking thing they get their right, the rights to, then then remaking it, everything that had name value. And the problem was that the first one worked so well mm-hmm. that it enabled them to do it for like 10 years. Which because one? The Texas Chains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it was legitimately, it was really good. And like, it really, it, it, was, it was well done. And that was the fucking problem. And then it made a ton of money. After it made a ton of money, it kind of opened that floodgate where it's just like... Oh hey, like people want this. It's like, no, they wanted this one thing. That doesn't mean well, that, that we want all of it. That and horror movies don't cost as much as all those other movies to make, so it's not as big of a gamble to just well, be. Now the Universal thing, I'm sure they cost like kajillion. oh yeah yeah <laughs> the new Mummy and shit. I guarantee costs a kajillion dollars, but but I'm well, excited to see if yeah. they can actually culminate that into a Monster Squad esque movies. That'd be cool. Well, they're not gonna do that. They're doing. They're gonna do like fucking like Avengers with monsters, which is fine. Like, I don't think that, like, monsters should be good guys ever, but whatever. Like, oh, they're gonna, that's what they're gonna do? Or allegedly? That's, that's me. I mean, because Russell Crowe playing Jekyll and Tom oh, Cruise essentially okay. playing the mummy, I'm like, they don't cast those dudes to be villains. <laughs> like, true. Oh, he's gonna villains. become the mummy? I guess I don't know enough about the new me- new movie. I mean, from what I grasped with the trailer, it seemed like he was. Yeah, that crazy, what about that crazy lady? What was she? Well, I know, but I'm just saying that was probably the original mummy. But he wakes up from death, so oh. like I'm presuming he's supposed to be mummy. <laughs> Man, that's gonna be hot. I don't know. I don't know. Now I kind of want to see it. Now I'm getting myself uh, amped up. Well, no, I mean I do. I'm not. I'm not against seeing. It. I just think it's weird that it's just like <laughs> when I was a kid, the mummy scared the shit out of me because mummies basically like zombies. Basically, they're just like slow yeah, they, moving, but and they're like knees are stuck in place, and they just kind of grab you and rip you to shreds. So that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing, I don't know what made somebody think. Like, I guess Stephen Summers, but like where he was just like, "Hey, we can do like an adventure movie with this," and it's like, and that was fine. And then it's like, that's the only thing we're doing from now on. I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. It just like, I love From Dust Till Dawn. That doesn't mean that I need to see every vampire movie be an action movie from now on. Like, I haven't seen From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, it's fucking. It's it's it's, it's to date one of my favorite films. It's supposed to be pretty pretty top notch, but. I'm lazy. Maybe tomorrow. You know what? For tomorrow, officially, we have a snow day here. Uh, store's closed, so we don't no work tomorrow for us. And they uh, called it an advance snow day. Never happened before. Yeah, uh, we are supposed. To, the minimum we're getting is a foot. That's the the smallest yeah. amount of snow. We're supposed to get twelve to sixteen inches too. That's yeah. why I already said I was just like, um, if I'm not comfortable driving, I'm not going in. So yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and the maximum we're going to get is 40 inches. Uh, <laughs> and the reason they're saying that is there's a cold front coming up from the south. So the, this snowstorm is moving across so fast that that's why it's only going only giving us 12 to 18 inches. It's just going to literally zoom right on by, blanket us, and keep moving. If this cold front hits at the right time, it's going to literally stop the storm in its tracks, and that's where we're going to get the freaking crazy downfall. So... 
Worst case scenario, we only get a foot. Best case scenario, I'm snowed in for three days. I don't really care which happens. Either way, I've got tomorrow off. Either way, I've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. I'm excited. Fair enough. Like, I already said, I was just like, because this girl that I work with is not chatting me. He's like, hey, Andy, do you want to work this week? I'm like, man, I might not come in tomorrow, so that's entirely <laughs> up to you. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I'm not, I might go in. Like, it depends. If what I, time if do I, you like, work? In the morning? 12 to 7. Oh, actually, that's even better for not going in because the snow doesn't start until like four or five in the morning. So if you opened, you know, it's only two hours of snow, it'd be like, yeah, I could make it in this. At noon, you're already going to be halfway through it. Yeah, I, I want no part of it. I think it was like, granted for me, it's like a big part of me is just like, it's like a thing I was saying. It's, it's stupid fucking pride, but it's like I grew up in a fucking town that was basically like fucking Winterfell from Game of Thrones. So like whenever people are like oh my god it's so bad i'm like motherfucker like this ain't shit like i've yeah. dealt with really bad just, this is nothing just handle it the last big snow we got i turned my truck around on the interstate on a five lane highway and that was terrifying luckily it was like 9 30 at night and i was coming off an on-ramp and there was this the roads were all dry the snow had happened that day and now they were good so i actually had my truck in two wheel i didn't even have it in four wheel anymore because the highways were all that like you couldn't even tell a snow did it look like but coming off the on-ramp it was this patch of slush and it wasn't you know it was probably like three or four feet across but that was it both sides of it were dry so i was like i'll just i was going 40 i was like i'll just go you know continue on and keep going the minute i touched that truck went completely sideways and then my tires just skidded while i turned around 180 and stared at oncoming traffic (laughs) franny lost her face i surprisingly handled it really well at the moment it wasn't till we got (laughs) home that it set in that we almost just died so it's turning sideways i crank the wheel against the turn so that we don't do like a full spin out of control it just kind of goes sideways like you know like staring at oncoming traffic moving to the right um the minute we stopped i put it in reverse backed up put it in drive and drove out of it and franny was like i didn't say a word didn't make a noise and i was just like okay good we're continuing (laughs) on the way down the road no biggie uh tractor trailer blew its horn at me because i had to while i was backing up it went by like i only had a matter of if i had been another 10 seconds no not even five seconds coming down off that ramp later I would have gone right into oncoming traffic. I wouldn't have had this little gap. And I was like, didn't even think of it. Started driving home, and I was like getting really cocky. I was like, I handled that really well. Another two minutes went by, and I'm like, uh, uh, I can't believe what just happened. So, you know, there's good things to be said about that. I handle myself in those situations, but afterwards, I might have a stroke. (laughs) You know? The mugger might not kill me, but I might end up killing myself a few minutes later. Like, the thing that kind of pushes me towards not wanting to do it is because last time there was, like, a snowstorm, and I went in, and I was fine most of the way. And then literally, like, as I'm getting off exit 15, there's, like, a fucking, like, suddenly there's this huge fucking pile where everybody stops. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I'm, like, stomping the fucking brake, and I'm, like, still going into the car in front of me, like, fuck, 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 fuck. So, like, I didn't even think about it. I just went to the next lane. I was, like, I wouldn't even think about other cars. I'm just, like, Fuck. Looked like there was nobody over there, and I had to like pull myself across another two lanes to get off the uh, exit and get yeah. to work. But I was just like, that's the one that kind of puts pushing me toward tomorrow. I'm like, what if I'm not so lucky next time? Like, yeah, it was. Oh my god, I'm very slow coming up using on ramps now, regardless of the weather. 
Uh, oh, that was awful. All right. Well, I, I honestly was going to stop us at 35 minutes, but we're at 51. Let's play our games. Okay. All right. Um, famous movie pairs. I won't lie. We're running out of good ones because I haven't taken the time to make more because I made like 40 and I was like, that'll be fine. It's not fine. We go through these things quick. Uh, who's who? Just for, you know what? Sure. Just for the sake of me being Superman. Who's who? Superman, Batman. Well, obviously, you're Superman. I'm, I'm totally Batman. Superman. There's no contest. That one's not even worth doing, except it totally is. Um, can I be like Red Sun Superman, though? Can I be a communist? Really, if anything, you're basically, you're more the Flash than you're anybody else. But Yeah, like... no, I'm okay with that. And Super Speed just so happens to be my favorite superpower, but I'm... We're friendly. We're, 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 we're so, friendly. Hey, it means I get the job done faster, too, okay? No dilly-dallying in my house, okay? No lollygagging over here. Aw, sad. That's a good one. Okay. All right, anyways. Uh, <laughs> who's who? Stewie and Brian Griffin. Uh, I guess I'm Stewie and you're Brian. I don't know. I've only watched like a handful of episodes of Family Guy. So really? really you're not a Family Guy guy? I think we had this discussion, like... Yeah, I would not... I would believe it if we had, but... I talked to Kevin Cardinal about it, like, recently, because I'm just like, we're doing, like, we're doing a TV episode of Gifted Punksters, mm-hmm. and I was like, I've never, like, I... I feel like we, we went in a really weird direction with The Simpsons, where it's, like, basically, like, this really smart sitcom that just happened to be a cartoon... Yeah. ...into South Park, which was actually this pretty smart satire buried under a lot of I was bullshit. just about to say mostly satire like that was the the point of it was to be like hey fuck you everyone else this is how we think of you but yeah and then we end up like a family guy which is literally just the it's I'm not even thinking like, it's dumb because like a lot of it's the jokes mindless kind of entertainment but I'm just saying but like the problem is like I don't like the fact that it's like it's just joke 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 it's just like where it's like if the jokes eventually it's like anything where you get to, to desensitize we're just like if it just like it's literally like the jokes are like I actually my friend Rachel I said like this once where we're just like my thing with family guy just like this the jokes where he's yeah. like you don't like that joke that's fine we got three more coming like, <laughs> it's just like, maybe you'll like the next one no okay let's try again <laughs> so it's like I of this of what I've seen I guess I'm Stewie esque and you're Brian esque the whole like um, evil world domination thing of of past Stewie yes. The way that they developed the characters into the modern format, you're totally Brian and I'm Stewie. Stewie's no longer a murderer, basically. Oh, okay. They they turned him into the goofy, um, like, full of himself, you know, he can't be separated from Brian, he's like kind of, uh, uh, what would you call it? He's basically like trying to be cute for attention is the way I see oh. it in the modern episodes. Um, and Brian has turned into, he he went from being like this overly intellectual, like, hey, it's a dog who's really smart. That's cool. Into this kind of like, and this isn't a bash on you, but it's exactly who you are. My opinion is law. And if you tell me not, then doesn't matter. It's my opinion. I don't care. This is a, and that's kind of like every episode they play into like, he believes one thing. Um, they try to show it a different way and he either completely converts and claims it as his own or holds on to his heart. So it's just, they, they went really weird directions with the characters, but originally I would say, yes, you're probably Stewie and I'm Brian, but now I'd say I'm probably Stewie and you're probably Brian. Well, fair enough then. I don't, then 
we have not answered the question at all so there you go yeah yeah that's how that works you guys are you new to this you knew this game all right who's who oh there's a couple goodies who's who britney spears christina aguilera i don't even know what the uh i guess would you rather be a genie in a bottle or would you rather do it again you're 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 more britney spears because you're more wholesome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess a, okay a, a, again that's like in a when they first came out thing sure she was the cutesy one who was like I'm kind of innocent but I'll never tell whereas Christina was like here's my vagina everybody crawl on into true. this that was like her first record was not like that and then it was like when she had to top Britney is when things started to go crazy yeah, <laughs> but yeah that's true <laughs> but you know you, I just you pick a time frame I don't care which Britney Spears Christina Aguilera I'm saying, like, early 2000s, I guess, or late 90s. I don't remember what the fuck it was. I think early 2000s uh, is probably safer. Because, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're the more wholesome, like, nice. Britney. And <laughs> so, yeah. And you're Christina? Yes, and you're weird, diseased Ex- mind. Ex-Tina? Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, you are. Oh, but you're just telling me I'm beautiful, no matter what they say. Words oh, can't bring me down, Patrick. No, whoa, whoa. Don't you bring me down today. Okay, oh, I see you. <laughs> Wait, why am I singing that? I'm Britney. I don't know. I don't Damn. know at all. Well, you dropped the ball. You should have been singing that whole time. No, I no, I don't want to do that. All right, who would win in a fight? Oh, my God, this list is getting lower, too. Wow, we are cooking, 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 cooking. All right, who would win in a fight? Bruce versus Bruce. Finding Nemo versus Jaws. Asterix, this is after... Finding Nemo Bruce has already gotten the scent of blood. I still feel like it'd be Jaws. Like, because Jaws, like, fucking Jesus. Like, what the fuck didn't Jaws tear into? Like, he ate most of everything. Like, he's, like, bit through boats. He, like, bit through, like, he basically ate that fucking boat. (laughs) Like, true, true. (laughs) So I feel like the viciousness of Jaws definitely is a little bit higher than this. Here's my thing Jaws they make him almost intelligent. They make him, like, he plans every move, whereas Bruce is pure animalistic rage. He's just got to have it. He's got to have it. So not only does Bruce have two friends there to maybe help him, he also has no in, like no uh, uh, withdraws at all. He's just going for it. So who wins in that? The guy throwing fists, just running, or the guy standing there while he gets closer going, okay, I could do this or this? who wins that guy that guy that guy, that's the guy who wins. <laughs> fine whatever i can tell you from actual life that's the guy who wins. <laughs> patrick just starts swinging sticks everywhere and then gets caught with a rock and he's like yeah i probably should have thought about that i should i shouldn't have just came in throwing sticks i should have been ready it's more me like waiting for you to fuck up and then just like and there's my opening <laughs> no agree to disagree who would win in a fight Ooh, um, I think this is actually uh, better than it would get credit for. Spider-Man versus Nightwing. Um, Spidey. Like, just... Like, because, I mean, Nightwing, like, yeah, he's, like, got the flippity-dippity, too, but he doesn't have spider strength, the spider sense, like... No, but Spider-Man also doesn't use his strength to incapacitate. He just uses his strength to... He could. He could, but... He that was doesn't. the whole thing in um in Superior Spider-Man 
when he punched off uh, the jaw, the yeah, jaw, because he just was like, he's like, Jesus Christ, Peter Parker's been holding back this whole time. Well, yeah, because uh, Doctor Doom's just an, or I mean, uh, Doc Ock is just a normal guy. He could have died any minute now if Spider Man wanted to. But that's the thing. This is Pi- This is Peter Parker, not Doc Ock, up against Nightwing. Okay, no, no. You know, what? I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it from Spider Man versus Nightwing to Spider Man versus Red Hood. Uh, I mean, I feel like still Spider-Man would win, because, I mean, he, like, that's the thing, though, is, like, all the Bat family, they're all still just normal people, they're just, like, training themselves to be the peak of human perfection, but <laughs> Spider-Man already essentially is. And I think that both Nightwing and, uh, Red Hood are clever enough with their gadgets to find a way around, like, to help that the web doesn't just instantly... Yeah, but they also Peter Parker is also a fucking genius. No, so, no, I'm uh, not saying he's not, but I don't know. I feel I, like I don't even if like it's like, it's kind of like the whole Batman versus Spider Man thing where it's just like Batman would win because he's Batman and he's that fucking intelligent. Mm-hmm. But like Peter Parker is pretty goddamn close. If you put it against like Nightwing and Red Hood, not to say either of them aren't intelligent, but they're not but really Batman. the person. Who would have the best shot? Probably Tim Drake because he's probably the second smartest member of the Bat family. But even then, I feel like Spider Man probably still win. Which one's Tim Drake? He just plays older Robin when he's done. He's just still. Yeah, he's Red Robin. Like Red now Robin, he's Red Robin. That's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, who would win in a fight? Uh, do you want superhero or not? I don't care. Whatever. Do you want superhero or not? <laughs> I really don't care, but whichever one you prefer works for me. Okay, how about uh, superhero or not superhero? Not superhero. Okay, who would win in a fight? Rambo versus Commando. I don't know the character's name in Commando. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's fuck. character. Yeah, I used to know the name, but I can't remember. Ah, uh, fuck! It's gonna drive me nuts. Um, he's gonna get you. Cause he's. Is, Oh, fuck. It's going to drive me nuts. Um, both military, both super buff, both like to use freaking machine guns like crazy. Like, Commando is smarter than Rambo, so that's a factor. Like, um, oh, fuck. Like, oh, Jesus. Like, my gut says Rambo, but, like, my head says Commando. Commando's because... the one where he shows up carrying a tree right yes yeah yes, <laughs> he's carrying a tree plus he manages to outwit every fucking like of the elite mirror like mercenaries that are yeah supposed to bring him wherever it's supposed to be he outwits all of them but <laughs> so it's like... uh, yeah rambo i guess never has a test quite like that i mean yeah he has to he's just killing police officers because he doesn't want to get arrested basically the first movie i don't know if he ever actually kills anybody in the first one like he he hurts some motherfuckers really bad but i don't think he remember i don't think he actually, actually kills anybody and doesn't he shoot him he shoot no it's all traps it's all yeah exactly. i'm pretty sure that freaking stick with the spikes in it that goes into the dude's midsection would kill him in the end. It may not kill him while he's sitting there stuck on the skewers, but that's gotta be. It's kind of like when Batman shoves your head through a wall. It's like, yeah, you're going to the hospital, you're brain dead, we're pulling the plug. Well, yeah, that was like, yeah, like the, the whole like uh, joke that I was just like, um, I think it was like, I don't know if it was like a Texas Superheroes or what, but um, where like uh, Steve, like basically talking about like the fight in Civil War, it's like Bucky, you can't like just you can't like do that to people. It's just like it's like no, it's cool. Seriously, it's cool. I talked to this lawyer in Hell's Kitchen. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what about? <laughs> okay, so how about this? We'll do a spread out of a hundred. How many times does both of them win? I mean, 
fuck. Like I'm saying, like if it's like if it's like pure like bare knuckle brawling, I feel like the fact that like uh, Rambo is just crazier would definitely serve him well. That's fair. Arnold's like freaking six inches taller than him and has a bigger reach though. Yes, but again, the craziness is a factor. Plus, True. like he really, I feel like his body count is way out. Granted, there's only one movie versus four, but ah, fuck, that, that's that's a, that's a tough call. Like I definitely say like. I would say it. probably Rem- Rambo would probably win more often, but Commando would definitely probably get a lot of wins so, as well. Like, it's really close to call. Like that's a, that'd be almost a draw. I would say like maybe like fifty one forty like like fifty one forty nine. Like I Rambo, know. but that'd be really close. Rambo would set a trap on a tree. Commando would just pull the tree down and carry it away. Like okay, nice trap. <laughs> I'm just taking this with me now. That would be, the, and that's the end. Boom. Here, let me just throw this tree at you because apparently this is what I do now. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it was funny is like where it's like uh, Jeff Loeb was one of the writers on that, the guy who's now currently kind of the Kevin Feige of Marvel TV. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's like, I, I heard him on like one podcast where he's like, I didn't write him co- showing up like carrying a fucking tree. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's it's absolutely it's so good though i was watching another watch mojo list um and it, there was a lot of arnold schwarzenegger's movies on there and you could watch his evolution of like from when he was mr universe uh for like six years to his movie career to his like you have to be fit for your roles movie so he starts off like conan the barbarian where he's mr olympia or mr universe and he is absurdly bulky like his he arms had, are... he, he had to literally lose muscle mass to be conan because he couldn't wield a sword properly yeah i believe that so it's a legit uh, thing. He, he that's like the beginning where he was just crazy and then you move into his like 80s career where he gets kind of smaller and and starts playing but then you get into the movie like um commando where he just gets incredibly lean and it's just like all of the little like indents of his muscles and the veins, kind of like Rambo. That's why I was thinking of it. When Arnold, like all the movies, he's in crazy good shape. But Rocky Four for, for Sylvester Stallone is absurd. The how defined he is. But yeah, it was kind of cool to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, wow, he's really big. Oh wow, he's really skinny. Maybe it's just by contrast. Nope, he was skinny because now all of a sudden he's incredibly cut, and it's just. It's like in Friends when you get to watch Chandler get to become a coke addict and just turn into nothing and then all of a sudden back to a fatty. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> That's a weird comparison, but all right. it's, it's just like okay, it's it's a unintentional, but like it's like Christian Bale how he just decides when he wants to be a different size. Oh my! Well, they God. told him like I think it's funny is like when he went from machinist to Batman. His doctor told him to never do that again. Yeah. And then he did it again for the fucking fighter where he got down to like nothing again. I mean, it wasn't as bad, but yeah, it was pretty freaking yeah. crazy. For, for, yeah, for the first Batman, he came in like 20 pounds overweight. And that's why Batman Begins, he just looks like a, he lost not quite the full 20, but he lost like 15 pounds or 10 pounds for Batman. And uh, they, he was still above what they wanted, but I thought that was the coolest. He was like, that looked the coolest to me. Um, they had to get him an entirely new suit for The Dark Knight because he actually lost so much weight between the first Batman and the second one. He didn't fit in it anymore. Well, I mean, I feel like they were going to do that anyway because I mean, they redesigned the suit yeah, completely from but Batman Against Dark Knight. For size-wise. Mm. Well, I know, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. 
Uh, do you have any science facts? Just Not curious. Not off the top of my head, no. Not off the top of my head. I was, uh, I was reading their, what was it that, you know what, no, I'm not going to go with that one, because that's political, and we're going to stay off that for now. <laughs> uh, we don't We don't need that. Got my handy dandy. Did I ever show you my notebook Franny got me? Yeah, I, oh, I really like that. It's, it's got Thor, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and like I'm assuming these are classic covers. Like the one I've seen the yeah. one of Spider-Man. It says the spider or the man. It's all the black faces behind him while he's crawling. Pretty neat. But that's neither here nor there. That's not why I grabbed this thing. I grabbed this because I wrote down I was going to do a quiz uh, for either of them. I'll save it for my other one. About bees. Oh, no, because he listens to this. So either way, I'm screwed. Beads? <laughs> no, bees. Like uh, honeybees. No, bees. I, <laughs> I was doing Arrested Development. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it all the way through. Um, That's so sad. Th- it doesn't land for me. It just It's it's a good show, but it's not... It doesn't, like, capture my attention. Um, No, so, for example, g- shot in the dark, how much bee- honey do you think one single honeybee produces? Seven million pounds. What? No, just one <laughs> honeybee, not like a hive or anything. Seven million pounds. No, they make a twelfth of a teaspoon in their lifetime. So <laughs> none. So none. They make none. It takes two million flowers to make one pound of honey. Now, granted, flowers are very dense, and you know, you look at like a single patch, and there's a hundred flowers in there. But still, that's that's fucking absurd. So what we used to. You kill bees, not, I was a beekeeper for two years. You kill bees nonstop. Whether one stings you, that kills it because it rips its insides out. Or when we bring honey into the, uh, what do we, the, uh, what the fuck did we used to call the, the place where we were? I can't remember for, I haven't, it's been like six years. Um, we bring them in, bees would stay in the hives as you brought them in to extract the honey. And, you know, it's not, you can't get them all out. You'd smoke them and that's cool, but it doesn't get them all out. So, during the spring, summer, and fall, not only are you going out and working with the bees, but they're also in the house or in the f- f- uh, building with you at all times in every place. So you're constantly like smacking them and killing them. And my boss, or not my boss, my boss didn't care. Bees are, it's absurd. The, I actually have on here how many eggs the queens lay at, at a time, but the, he would always tell me that, you know, like bees only make this much. And uh, every time you killed a bee, it's like you were stabbing him. He's like, oh, no, and I'm like, it's one fucking bee in here alone. It's going to die anyways because it's definitely not making it back to the hive. What do you want me to do? I'm getting sick of getting stung around here. Get stung like seven times a day. It was bullshit. But no, it's just, it's crazy to think about. But so you've seen beehives, right? The like uh, boxes that are like five or six high. Just one of those boxes, not the whole stack. How much honey do you think can fit in one of those boxes pound wise? Seven million pounds. You're close, but bring it down a little. Seven. No, you can't bring it down. What'd you say? <laughs> okay. A <laughs> uh, hundred pounds of honey in one of those boxes. So little old me, little sweet Kevin, who weighs a hundred pounds. No, I weighed a hundred. Actually, I was in shape when I was a beekeeper because of this, but now I'm not. I fucking would struggle out there. Um, you have to. So you. Take the lid, smoke the bees, close the lid. What that does is it, distri- it, I can't remember the exact response it gives them, but it tells them to leave. Like, clean out, our shit's on fire, get out of here. So, 
you smoke them it makes them all dizzy and they just like start running away well walking flying whatever and uh you pick up the top box take the set it on your knee or something the grooves that are cut in are like this but you you it's like american ninja warrior fucking trying to hold on to those boxes you have just your fingertips grabbing onto the hundred pound box smoke them again put the lid on top carry it over stack it and you do that for an eight hour work day because that's you know it's that season you have to collect the honey fucking i could you know how hard it was for me just to lift one let alone do all the other shit consistently oh my (laughs) god because when i in my head you see the box it's like a two by two by two or two by three box um maybe a foot uh tall so the frames in there are only that size as well and you're like okay 40 pounds maybe because honey's pretty heavy as it's on its own fucking no 100 pounds my little brother doesn't tell me that i go to pick up the first one i piss the bees off they cover me it was a goddamn just anarchy oh my gosh it was that's awesome crazy and the uh, the last fact fact about bees that i think is absolutely amazing one if you ever buy organic honey you're a fucking idiot and i mean that and the reason why is because of this fact honeybees can fly up to five miles to collect uh pollen in in one trip like fly five miles out pick up the pollen come home no one in the that runs a bee factory at least no one that that produces honey owns a 25 square mile rate like area that's fucking a multi-billion dollar land purchase they can't control where the bees go you can't fucking claim organic it's impossible because my boss looked into it because we sold our honey down in New York City. So he, you know, that would be a gold mine to be like, our shit's certified. And Cornell was like, yeah, we can't certify. You can go through these third-party companies. They usually cost like, you know, thousands of dollars to get their certification. And even then, it's not validated. Like the fucking idiots walking into the grocery store, sure, they're going to be like, yo, organic honey, that's better. For-. No, you're an idiot don't do that you're wasting your money and you're fluffing up these companies that are being untruthful i mean i I don't know there's there's not really a better like that's a mic drop i don't know what to say after that yeah no there's nothing to be it would have been funny if i'm listening to this new podcast called tell them steve dave it's the uh guys from comic book i love that podcast now it's phenomenal it's not as good as education but it's good and uh at the end of everyone well almost everyone like uh one of them will have a big thing and then he'll say tell him steve dave so it would have been funny for the future <laughs> but i do mean that don't honestly you can you'll look it up and there will be all these things I feel that like claim of the two of us organic. like I, like you're more walt flanagan and i'm more brian johnson for being fair though in certain respects yeah i've actually the way when i've been listening to it walt flanagan is neither of us are walt flanagan he's a fucking like right wing religious oh. nutbag i love him and he's hilarious when when he's just being him yes but when they start talking about other shit like all he does is fucking like the episode i listened to most recently he's like these kids got denied a so the state of i wanna say pennsylvania gave out all these scholarships and then the budget came through and they didn't have the money for those scholarships so they canceled them and it was four thousand bucks it was a thousand dollars a year for every year you were in college, so 4000 bucks, And Walt just goes on this fucking rant about how these kids, it's only $4,000, which, by the way, when you're a college kid or anyone ever, $4,000 is fucking $4,000. Yeah. 
he's talking about how they don't need that. They can go just work a full-time job or they can work a job while they're at school and get money, which is true. A lot of people do that. Yeah. They need, you know, they don't need anything other than a laptop. You don't need shit in your room. You don't need to be taking trips home. You don't need to be going out and buying dinner and shit like this. And they pick on him nonstop because literally what he's saying is sit in your dorm with only a laptop for four years and don't do anything else and work another full-time job while you're at college. And I was like, are you serious? And this happened, like, three episodes, they continued to bring it up because every time someone would rip him on Twitter about him saying that. But, yeah, he's, it was funny. But that's a really good podcast that people should check out. I enjoy it. Fair enough. But, yeah, no, I mean, I, I can't remember if I listen to the podcast, but I just, I've seen enough, like, interviews that I know, yeah. like, their personalities. And, it, yeah, if you just watch Comic Book Men, which I really enjoy, um... It's, I've only seen that once, but it's it's kind of kind of slow, kind of boring. But I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. I mean, but... it's it's I was like it's in, it's Antiques Roadshow with comic books. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that's fair. If I don't have interest in Antiques Roadshow anyway, why would I have an interest in this? Because you have comic books. <laughs> like... True, true, true. I liked it. Um, but either way, damn Patrick, that that episode had everything. We had we had werewolves and original ideas, vampires, scary movies. We talked about something else that I can't remember right now. <laughs> People who buy organic honey or fuckwads. Like, everything. We covered the spectrum, my man. I uh, mean, I'm, I'm very proud. <laughs> well, either way, I think that'll wrap it up. If you like hearing my voice, you know where to find me. Here slash my other podcast, What Did I Just Say? If you like hearing his voice, again, here, you're listening to it now. Also Gifted Funksters. Uh, which is pretty decent. I'm really far behind. I gotta catch up, but I've been listening to Tell Him Steve Dave so much, I've just gotten into a rhythm. My uh, podcast is better than Tell Him Steve Dave. No, okay, first off, whoa. I enjoy your podcast, but Tell Him Steve Dave is pretty good. And you're ruining the plugs. You're ruining the plugs right now. <laughs> um, shit, I got nothing else. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.